The Business Buzz Podcast. The, the Business Buzz. Good evening and welcome to the Business Buzz right here on VFM 88.1. The time has just gone by 3 after 6 p.m. on a Thursday, which means it's time for us to give you your dose of uh, business and economics news right here on uh, Bronfontein's favorite uh, radio station. Is that a thing? Like, is that, you know, do we say... How many Bronfontein radio stations are there? I think let's just say Johannesburg. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's just, just, just be like... Very abundant. And as you can hear, I'm not alone in studio. I'm joined by the beautiful um, Miss uh, Klingiwe Zondo in studio. Um, how are you, Klingiwe? I'm how? good, thanks. I'm uh, good, thanks, you. How are you? How's the week? The week has been long. Uh, it's been very, very long. You seem very chipper today. Uh, oh, do I? Yeah, you know you do. You're clearly flourishing. Oh, wow. <laughs> I receive that. I receive that. Uh, I receive that energy. How are you doing? Yeah, no, no, I'm doing all right. I'm it's doing awesome. all right. Just trying to stay busy out here. Awesome, awesome. I think, you know, um, you know, we were having a conversation earlier on with Modiwa, and he looks absolutely dapper today. I'm not really sure what the occasion is. He hasn't really told me. So <laughs> I'm, I'm giving him a compliment. I'm like, Modiwa, you look great. And his response was, thank you. My girlfriend dresses me. If that is not adorable, I don't know what is, guys. Mudiwa is the ish. So his girlfriend is a very, very lucky lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I didn't, I didn't expect it to be something. <laughs> no, but yeah, no. Hey, bro. You don't do these things alone. Much appreciated. Oh. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, we are uh, the business buzz. And uh, for the next hour or so, we're going to be keeping you entertained and informed in terms of the world of business. Today is the last Thursday of the month. Uh, uh, of the month, So we're going to be having our brand new heavy. Uh, that's usually when we take time to celebrate a young person in South Africa, uh, 35 years and below, who is doing the things in their field of endeavor, in their industry, and in their hustle and for today uh, we have an interesting guest in studio we're going to be having uh, Tumi Pake who is uh, the CEO and founder of Zenzele Fitness some of you might know uh, him uh, because uh, they actually have a gym here on the Vitz campus so we're going to be talking to him just around um, where the business uh, started what motivates him what drives him and uh, you know possibly where he sees um, the future of that business otherwise that's how the show is going to be looking on the other side of this we're going to be getting into our business wrap for your weekly dose of business and economics news and then thing will be back on the other side of that um, giving us the state of your 100 rand with our buffalo index you can keep in touch with us and let us know your thoughts um Klingiwe, how can people be keeping in touch with us and getting to know uh, what's going on and contributing so our listeners can get a hold of us on the following social media platforms. On Facebook, we are Vow FM, Voice of Vits, and Vits Radio Academy. On Twitter, we are at Vow FM. Our hashtag is Business Buzz. On WhatsApp, we are available on 084-078-4912. And they can also stream us live on www.vowfm.co.za. And our podcasts are available on www.vits.journalism.co.za slash business. So, make sure you keep it locked. We're here until 7 p.m. This is the Business Buzz. Business Rap with Ken Sweatman. It's time for us to get into our business wrap. That's the part of the show where we give you your dose of uh, business and economics news. On the line, we're joined by our financial expert. We have Ken Sweatman. How are you, Ken? I'm very well this evening, and yourself? Oh, no, we're doing all right. Um, For today, I I, I can imagine that uh, possibly one of the big things is uh, uh, the midterm budget that was actually announced uh, just yesterday uh, by... uh, the new incumbent, I don't want to call him a new minister, but uh, the new incumbent in the finance ministry, Tito Mboweni. Um, uh, what are our takeaways and did he say anything that we weren't particularly expecting? Well, you you, you have to keep in mind, yes, uh, yeah, it, it was indeed his, his maiden um, midterm budget speech just a couple of weeks after taking office. And it wasn't Mr. Mboweni's budget, of course. It's, it's ex-Minister Mene's budget, which Mr. Mboweni just presented, because the midterm uh, budget speech, they stopped preparing it in about June. So he would have had very little impact, uh, or input, rather, into the content. But yes, very sadly, it was exactly what we expected, uh, in my opinion, and not very good news, a, a very sobering and indeed uh, a disappointing assessment of the government's finances 
Um, no meaningful pickup in economic growth is expected. And uh, if anything, the government's fiscal challenges will intensify and, and get worse over the next couple of years. So um, there were a couple of the small good points that, that came out of it. You know, zero rating on, on cake flour and bread flour is a, is a small point. And, of course, zero rating on sanitary pads uh, is, is good news for certainly for people who have been campaigning for that for quite a long time. But they're just crumbs. They, they were just uh, crumbs that were thrown at us, um, and the rest was, was very sad, unfortunately. <laughs> so, uh, out of the speech, because uh, I know that initially there was, uh, people said that uh, the RAND reacted a little bit. Was there that much of a reaction from the market, or, uh, or would you say that it was a muted response? Well, I would agree with the latter. I thought it was a very muted response. Yes, the rent did weaken, but not drastically. Um, uh, you know, markets, and we've chatted about it before, markets work, both the currency and then the stock market work on what they think is going to happen, not necessarily what is going to happen. And when they get what they expect, nothing much happens. Our, our stock market didn't move up or down drastically um, as a result of the speech. And as I said, the rent did weaken. It's hard to tell whether it was because of the, the speech or whether it's because of external factors, but it wasn't a drastic weakening and it has strengthened very slightly again today. So no movement on the markets. I suppose our biggest worry is is, um, uh, is to raise concern with the rate credit ratings agencies. It's, it's not something we've spoken about in a while, um, especially Moody's, who is the only credit rating agency not to have us in junk status at the moment. But uh, we feel that the, the extent of the, of, of the damage to the fiscus is not yet severe enough at the moment to have Moody's downgrading our credit rating to below investment grade. But there's no doubt that the risks in that regard have, have increased. And then lastly, in terms of uh, the, the markets, uh, JSC uh, and the like, has there, uh, what have the movements been there um, regardless of the speech? How is the performance uh, this week on the whole? Well, we've had the markets, never mind about this week, but really this year have been drastic. And we are down on the all share index around 14% year to date. Now, that was after we had such a good start to the year and the markets jumped up nicely. Um, however, today was a, was a very odd day on the market. We started deep, deep in the red, uh, taking our cues from the far east uh, with, with the Japan index being down 3% overnight, the Australia index being down 2.77, almost 3% as well. And indeed, the European markets and later the U.S. market all starting in the red, and we did. However, there was quite an amazing turnaround, and today our markets ended up all, almost 1.5% the all-share index. Financials having a very good day, uh, being up over 2%. And uh, I'm not too sure what this is on the back of, and I'm sure the, the Far East markets will in fact uh, show an improvement tomorrow morning at the moment the the u.s market which is still open of course is up also just over one and a half percent so we had a good run today but uh, overall it's it's been a, a very poor year on the markets the currency just quickly yes the render strengthened slightly currently currently trading at 14.52 against the pound 18.62 and against the euro at 16.52 all very slightly stronger than it was yesterday <laughs> That was us on the line with Ken Certain, our financial expert, giving us a roundup of the week's top trending business and economics news. Um, as you heard, the big news coming out from this week is uh, Tito Mboweni, our new finance minister's uh, maiden midterm budget speech that he gave yesterday. One or two quick points is the zero rating of one or two products, but otherwise it was a budget that um, the market was expecting and there was very little um, reaction coming in from there. The other thing to look at is just the fact that the markets are weary at the moment. As you heard Ken saying, we are down 14% year to date. And we are looking to see if Moody's is going to um, downgrade us in any way. So that's it in terms of the business wrap. On the other side of this, Klinge uh, comes through with our Buffalo Index. Business Wrap with Ken Sweatman. You're tuned in to the Business Bus. It is our brand new heavy Thursday here on the Business Bus. But before we get into all of that, it's time for us to get into uh, the Buffalo Index. And we are playing you to tell you the state of your 100 rand. 
Yes. So today we are looking at all things health related. Yeah. Considering our our guest profile, um, do me. And um, so we're going to be focusing on things that are relating to gyms and health diet options. So first up, what we have is the closest being the the Vits Gym, which is also. Um, run and managed by Zenzele Fitness Group. So you can, if you're a student at VITS, um, sign up there and pay 2,250 rand per year. Yeah. And uh, you have ample resources that are available to you and people that can assist you with uh, get, getting your, your fitness and your, your health on track. Um, and if you're not a student, there are other options that are available for you where you have Viva Gym that's available for 320 rand on a month to month month basis. And the nice thing about that is that you're not really under pressure to sign like a year contract or a two year contract. So you're just free to go as and when you can afford uh, to, to, to do that. But for a one year contract, they do have um, a discounted rate of 270 Rand per month. So that's that when it comes to gym membership. And then there's also like when joining a gym, you, there's also like a, a, the option of um, making sure that you get like expert advice uh, when you get there so that you know you're using the right machinery and um, you're doing the exercises properly. And so if you want to get a personal trainer, you can for 2.3 to 3.5 buffaloes, which is 252, 350 rands um, per hour. Um, and and likely this is something you can only commit to for like you can commit to this for for a week or or much longer depending on your on your rhythm and your outcomes that you want to achieve. And then you have um, like a highly recommended application for beginners that's called um, Home Workout. It has a free version and a paid for version mm. uh, that costs about uh, half a buffalo. Uh, and then my fitness pal is another one where um, you really just have a, a tracker, a tracker for your diets. Basically, just keeping track of the food that your food intake, the calories, and all th- those kind of things. Um, and that's like useful for you to keep track of. Because I think that it's it's things that we kind of forget to keep track of. Yeah, we forget that food plays such an essential <laughs> role in terms of you know getting health our health, fitness, yeah. getting our health on track. And then there's a n- number of other things that you can do, like st- starting your own gym. Um, but we're going to hear about that, you know, just from Dumi just now. Just so now. we're just going to ask him and rattle his brain a bit yeah. about, you know, how do how does one even re- begin? Where does one begin? How does one start a gym? So that's uh, the study of your 104 today. Mm, mm, mm. So as you heard, we are going to be talking to Tumi on the other side of this. Uh, just giving you some some options, you know, for w- what 100 rand can do for your health and fitness. Uh, so we are going to get into our brand new heavy on the other side of this. We're just going to take a quick break and then we'll be back. Keep it locked. This is The Business Buzz. You're tuned in to The Business Buzz. Welcome back to the business buzz. Today is uh, our law is the last Thursday of the month, which means it's time for us to get into our brand new heavy. Um, that's the part of the month where we take time to celebrate a young person in South Africa, 35 years and below, who is doing the things in their industry. And today is no different. But today, you know, today I think it's the first time we know we've had uh, fashion people, we've had activists, uh, we've had uh, last month we had. Uh, gaming developer but i can definitely say uh, after being on the show for 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 like a, a while mm. i don't want to reveal myself <laughs> but a while uh this is the first brand new heavy that we've had who is focused on health and fitness so in studio today we are uh, privileged to have uh, tumi pake who is the founder and ceo of zenzele fitness uh they run a number of gyms around south africa um, as i understand and and uh, if you are in the Bromfontein area, you might um, have gone to the gym here at the Vitz campus. Mm-hmm. How are you, Jimmy? I'm good, thank you. Uh, I can't wait for the end of the year. How? <laughs> <laughs> what happens at the end of the year? To take a break. It's it's uh, it's it's been quite a year, um, mm. and I think most people probably feel the same. Mm. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's one more month uh, to just take a, a little break and and be refreshed for 2019. So I'm excited about 2019 already. But as a as a gymming person, are you not meant to be like energized like all the time? <laughs> 
no. One needs to have a balance. Energy and and sleep and rest. Uh, family time and all of that. So I think it's a it's a holistic uh, sort of approach that one needs to have, and and you you can't just you know even you know as it's exam time right mm. now. You know after that guys burn out and they they need to slow down and then recuperate for next year and and that's that's how it is. Yeah. What would like an an ideal holiday for you look like? Mm. Going in the bush. Yeah. <laughs> so just animals. Uh. You know, a game farm. And being away from the city uh, and being in the bush. So, uh, you know, I love, that's what I like. And, and just pure nature, that's that's my kind of holiday. Does your phone exist in this pure nature? Uh, <laughs> you got to take pictures. <laughs> uh, oh, that's a good question. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, for the pictures and all that. So, but I think yeah, one, of, one of the things is, is to also try and... and stay away from from social media etc and, and and really recuperate it's very important to for any business or you know education of all i think you know in, in entrepreneurship uh, especially the space that i'm in you know you get so involved in many facets of the business i mean from finance to business development marketing strategy growth uh and 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 eventually you need to step back to sort of reevaluate that you're in the right place because you get so sucked in what you're doing every day that you can't think out of the box. And so um, it's it's very important to, to be able to, to get out of the box, to get in the box, if you know what I mean. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I think my next question would then be, in terms of your growth strategy for the next financial year, when would that take place? Just before you leave for the holiday or are you planning during the holiday for your next financial year? Oh, as it is. So we, we already... Uh, have finalized our budgets for oh, wow. for 20, 20, 2019 um, and I think that that's you know one of the things with with uh, growing a business I think w- without planning you know sometimes people you, you take it so lightly you know about planning about budgeting just like your personal budgeting for 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 your own sort of uh, income and disposable income of how you should spend it it's the same thing with business mm. so uh, we've already set out budgets for for 2019 and part of the budget is to give to the rest of the team to the rest of the the, the respective branches with the respective managers who who operate those those because that that is the kpi that you set for the for for the the clubs or the people that run so you essentially runs in Zele and every club is like its own little business yeah and so that's how you incentivize someone to say look this is your target for for the 2019 and if if we reach these kpis this is the incentive that we have you know um you know performance bonuses um a percentage share in the profit Mm -hmm. and so that also keeps people motivated and people have a sense of belonging that they have something that they i think it's very difficult to motivate people when they're actually not even aware where they are. Yeah. And a lot of times, you know, with employees, I think um, if they don't, if they're not, there's a, there's no transparency in terms of the financial performance of the business. You know, people may have specific requirements or needs. Uh, you know, things like bonuses or I want an increase in in salaries or, or whatever it is, but. Mm. And and it, it's a very difficult situation when someone doesn't even know where the performance of the business is, but but when you're very clear and specific to the guys, although it might be a difficult conversation, yeah. Sometimes in entrepreneurship, you know, things not don't always go smoothly, but but as a business owner, the you know, you're able to have a conversation to say, well, look, this is what our performance has been. Mm. So I haven't been leaving you in the dark, and we've been quite pres- transparent, and and I think that's the culture that you know I've, I've really tried to instill. Um, you know, I come from a corporate environment before I actually got into entrepreneurship. Um, you know, uh, five years ago, I, I was I worked in corporate, and and some of the th- learnings that I've learned in corporate is 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 uh, governance and structures yeah. and uh, transparency. You know, responsibility that that is given to a specific person to perform a role. And, and also having a clear sort of direction for the person what they are expected to do because whenever there's conflict which will always happen you can always then have a basis to say but this is what we agreed on yeah um, so if you come and say hey it's December where's my bonus and I was like <laughs> well in January mm. we had a plan and it looks like we didn't get there so how can you as a business owner 
you know cry for a bonus and and so those are the challenges i mean we've grown we, we've grown we have 13 facilities we have uh, you know, one my clients are you know big corporates. Actually, uh, uh, before you start down that mm, path, mm. I, I need you to step take to uh, uh, take a take a step. I was back. just going with the flow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was so a I was just that was following nice where it's going. No, no, no. We, uh, we're with you, but what yes. I wanted to ask, as you start telling that story, is sure. how, what gave you the the impetus to say that it was a space you could play in? Mm. You know, especially given the fact that um, a lot of corporates run their own gyms or run their own gyms or have their own fitness programs or outsource uh, to a gym company, a Virgin Active, uh, a Planet Fitness and the like, the gym company, you know, just to mention a few. Like what gave you that, okay, perhaps I can, you know, enter the market in here? Yes. Look, I mean, I think with everything comes a lot of risk and, um, I've always been fascinated about the fitness uh, industry, especially in South Africa, and more so interested in it as a business. Uh, I think there's, there's 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 obviously two facets of this. There's there's actually the fitness component where mm-hmm. you do the physical activity, and then there's the business part. It's it's like someone enjoying cooking, or you know, but it's one thing selling food as a business because those are two different things and, mm. and sometimes someone says i love cooking or i can bake but that does not necessarily translate to mm. running a good business and and I, and I think when i was able to distinguish the two that you know th- those are two different things and and the passion around fitness was you know when the virgin active group came to south africa um it was you know the i've always followed richard richard branson i was always passionate about fitness and as a business but more so fitness was always kind of seen like a, a nice to have uh only sort of high middle end which still is in in the case of south africa where people have access to go to mm. a, like a, a beautiful facility. well-run facility mm. and if you look at townships or um, when look at where where we where we come from you know where i came from in a township we you know growing up i didn't have access to nice looking gyms um and with nice showers and and all that and and for me i really thought that there's a big market in this country um and also because uh the the big wellness players in the space that have been around they've only penetrated a very small if you look in the biggest scheme of the population it still hasn't been untapped and I thought that, well, firstly, you know, um, getting myself exposed to that, you know, doing research. So I think one of the nice things was that even when I was in corporate, you know, I, I didn't get into this business because of um, desperation. Because mm. I, I could have st- I could have still been at work today, <laughs> you know, knocking off right now. Yeah. But it was more from a pure desire and interest to say, well, I think there's a gap somewhere. You know, this this market is 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 not as saturated as it looks, and I think that they I don't know of any black player that is really playing in that space. And the more I got exposed, and the more I started to understand, the more I got into the business uh, and meeting the right people, that's when I realized I was like, wait a minute, I think I think there's an opportunity. And also, I came from corporate. Yes, corporate do run corporate gyms, etc. But I thought, hey, if I can take this and scale it as a you know from opening one to two to 10 to 50 to 100 to 200 corporate facilities mm. then you have a serious business mm. and for me i was like well how can you scale this very quickly because some of the guys who are running it are probably like a personal trainer who's got experience and is like well i'll run my own little personal training uh you know teaching people how to be fit and for me i was like well there's a serious business here where i want to take this to 50 100 and really have a serious business and that's that's the that was the vision first and then obviously going back was how do i do that you know yeah, there's it's there's it's nice to have a great idea <laughs> it's beautiful but <laughs> it's it's harder to execute the idea yeah. and so the execution part that's where it came and um i had to raise some money and uh i was fortunate enough that you may you know perhaps maybe from my background i I was able to secure five million initial funding. What? 
Um, That's quite deep. <laughs> <laughs> Seems to be flying yeah, around in the entrepreneur ecosystems these days. Five million, five million. Oh my gosh! I wouldn't even go there. There's magic in the five. I, I wouldn't even go there. Uh, and, and and you know the funny thing is, I, I got the the five million was awarded. Um, I had no experience in this industry, so purely the the, the funder, you know, um, I think I was being at the right place, right time. They were looking to. They, they invested in the entrepreneur. Yeah. So at the time, they it was like backing the jockey. So they saw something, and and, and not the horse. Uh-huh. You know, it's saying we really believe that this jockey will get into this horse and they'll and and they'll win the race. And and so sorry, just to cut you there. Was this like someone you had a relationship with prior who? No could say they so you didn't have a relationship this with this was a funding institution just like okay um any ordinary funding institution that you mm-hmm. that that you've heard of uh it was a government funded institution mm. okay. um it, it was obviously managed by by a small fund uh which i'll mention it's called our way to project yeah. Yeah. i don't know if you guys have heard yes, of it yeah, yeah. and this was you know about five years ago they they started a fund where they were looking for young uh I suppose bright, uh, ambitious uh, uh, people that could, you know, do something different. And and I came and and I had to pitch. Um, I was I was ready. You know, when they said <laughs> we, we want you to pitch your business uh, next week, I was like, sure, yeah. uh, I'm ready. I've I've been ready. I, I've been working on this for many years. Mm. And so w- when I sat there and I presented it, it it was so natural. Yeah. It it almost felt like, have you been doing this before? And I said, no, this is theory um, and so even at that point um, I'd already identified the right partners yeah. that would help me execute the business because like I said I didn't have the experience but you know the the the, the respective partners the how I, I was able to negotiate was to say look if you can help me build my business I, I can get some money yeah. we could invest and it, it's a win-win for everybody you know mm-hmm. at the end of the day um, Unfortunately, in any relationship, there has to be give and take. Mm. And I think when, when you start recognizing that whenever you engage with people to ask for help yeah. uh, for, for anything, you should automatically be, think about how, what benefit will it have for, for those people. Mm. And you'd find that people are more sort of respe- receptive to assist you if you very much like, I'm aware, I need help, but I'm aware that I will also add value to you. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, because as soon as you go to someone and say, please help me, help, <laughs> help, 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 people will be like, yeah, 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 and then they, they, they won't help you. So, so, yeah. I actually have then a question, you know, playing you were mentioned the five million. <laughs> I, 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 and the question I wanted to ask is, um, you got the five million at the start. Yeah. Um, there was a funder. You said you've got thirteen, uh, thirteen facilities. facilities all of that stuff. Are you making money? Of course, yes, I am. <laughs> Definitely, yes, I am. Um, I mean, we, we, we. <laughs> I mean, we're a multi-million business at this stage. Yeah. Mm. Um, you started at a multi-million. <laughs> I suppose. So you had to keep it. Like that. It would be worrying uh, yeah, if you because, were not. Yes, <laughs> because I think the thing that people don't realize about running as a business is the fact that even if you mm. are making, let's say, twenty million a yes. month, a year, or, or whatever, if your expenses are twenty-five million, then yeah. your twenty million really doesn't mean anything. Yes, of course, yes, 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 absolutely. And 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 I mean, you know, uh, I think. One of one of the things I wanted to, especially coming here, to be conscious of, especially trying to talk about my journey. I obviously don't know how much time we have. Um, Enough. All oh, right. <laughs> um, you know, like for example, the first year. I mean, the first year was a challenge. Uh, it was a challenge. We weren't profitable. We weren't making any money at all. And I had negotiated with the funders to say, you know, give, the, give me at least six months to sort of business development. Um, I have potential clients, uh, customers that I think I'll close deals with so that we can start this um, sort of um, business. And, and, and essentially what Zenzele does is, um, just to for the viewers to understand, is, is that we are a full turnkey uh, fitness and wellness company whereby... Um, our main focus is focusing on on corporates. Mm. So uh, corporates are, are big clients. We fo- and then we 
tapped into the, the university space mm. um, where we, we, we see that there's a captive market where we can actually bring this uh, world-class facility to a captive market uh, by making it look and feel like anything you'll find in the world. Mm. I mean, this Vitz gym, to tell you the truth, you can compare it to anywhere in the world. I, I agree. It, it, it meets international standards. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that and that As is you can see you have yes. a, I yeah. go to the gym. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you'd find if you went to another gym in, in the US, you'd probably say, Wow, they, they look the same. It's the same quality equipment, you know, in terms of the service and, and the technology or whatever it is that you're getting. And and so the, the, the disruptor here was how do you then do something like that and still make it affordable? And that's where the disruption is, is that you know, a gym that looks like that, uh, if it was in Santon or whatever, you would be paying five, seven hundred rands, a thousand rands a month. And you know that's those are the average memberships that you'll find in, in some of these boutique gyms in, in your Santons, in your even in, in other areas. It's it's very expensive. And yeah. so for us that that was the idea and also in corporate. And um, you know, fast track that um like I said that the first year was, was challenging. You know, um, because you you sort of ambitious, thinking that you'll close a deal in six months, and in the in six months, uh, we were burning money. You know, we <laughs> we put up a website, we had business cards, mm. um, you you had a marketing strategy, you had an accountant, but there was nothing coming into the bank account, mm. and luckily we had the five million to so everything was just going out. And it was just making losses, and you know, um, I think at that point the the, the 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 investment committee was working. So part of their mandate was that the first two years they work very closely with you. They monitor how you spend money and where you're going. And I had to answer to these guys. They're like, "Hey, to me, it's it's been six, seven months. You you taking on a salary? Uh, what's happening?" And yeah. you know, I think that's uh, I had lots of sleepless nights. Uh, I mean, I was literally insomnia for because you, you, your mind is oh, even though you're sleeping, <laughs> your brain is just working overtime. Does, so like, does that get better though with time? Like, I mean, obviously, as you as you're growing, your facilities and your responsibilities grow. How do you do? You find a, a coping mechanism to sort of deal with with the growth and as you grow you kind of find ways to deal with it or how 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 are you doing things differently now to how you were doing them back then yeah i mean like i you know um i think the fast track first year was there were only two people mm. five years later there's 80 of us okay so two people it 80 gets, people it gets better, it gets better. <laughs> uh but also it comes with more responsibility and, and i think how I, I i got better was i realized that um, for me to spend time trying to learn how to be a gym operator mm. would probably take me 10 years to, to be like very experienced mm. in terms of understanding how to design, how to, where the machinery should go. I mean, I mean, there's a science, you know, although you walk into a gym and, you know, someone's like, oh, well, this looks pretty easy. It's like walking into a restaurant or seeing an artist, mm. you know, sing and you think well that's pretty easy but you, you never really see the work that goes behind or like how they design supermarkets yes and that's mm. when you started respecting the craft that mm. wow this is actually there's, there's there's really like a matrix around it so for me how i was able to sort of relieve some of that stress is that re- realizing that i can't spend all the time trying to learn how to do some of the things mm. i need to find people that are smarter than me people that have the experience and have done it before and that's what I was able to do. I was able to, to, to convince, you know, a great guy who's a, who's a chief uh, operating officer for the business. He's had 20 years experience hmm. in this space. Hmm. Uh, he's an old G who, who understands how this thing runs. He, he, he worked at the, all the big major clubs. He's built clubs before, you know, global experience. And he was semi-retired and I thought this is the right guy. You know, I pitched him and I said, look, I know you're very expensive in terms of salary-wise. You have this experience, but I really would like you to come and work for my business. We're still very small, but this is a vision. And I think that when we get to the right place, these are the rewards that you'll get. You know, before you used to work for someone, but I want you to work with, mm. with me. Mm-hmm. And and he believed in me. And um, I mean, the gym that you see at, 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 at Vitz, mm. you know, he built that. Wow. Mm. And so I didn't have to spend years learning how to do it i just find someone yeah. to do it for me 
And so that sort of is, is a thing, is that sometimes you don't necessarily have to know everything, um, but you have to find the right people to, 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 to help you build a business. And, and that's what I've done, um, you know, from um, just understanding the business. And, and so for me, I'm the guy that just puts everything together. You know, as a founder of the business, you, you just sort of coordinate everything <laughs> together. Say, guys, this is what I'm trying to do. And then you have people help you to do it. Uh, as an entrepreneurship uh, or as an entrepreneur, I think the notion that you can do everything on your own uh, is, 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 is probably not a good idea. And, and, and people should always identify a good partnership. And in, in every great stories that we've heard, I mean, from, you know, your Facebooks and Mark Zuckerberg, there was always that, that right-hand man that he had. Uh, he didn't do it alone. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, and most of the stories that you hear, they, they always had that one person that they worked with and 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 i think there's very few stories of guys you've heard they did it alone yeah okay cool yeah yeah yeah, yeah i yeah. feel like pearls <laughs> of schooled. wisdom yeah pearls of wisdom coming through uh from Tumi Pake, who is uh the founder and ceo of zinza lip uh fitness group uh just telling us the realness of what it means to run a business. Uh, so we're just going to take a quick break and then we're going to change gears a little bit. Uh, we want you to think about something as you're sitting there, you know. Uh, like, we want you to think about the future. Mm. Think about the future. Mm. We'll ask you something about the future just now. So keep it locked. The, the business does. We're in studio with our brand new heavy. We have Tumi Pake with us, uh, just giving us what it means to be a business owner in the health and fitness space. But very quickly, before we continue with the with the last part of the conversation, uh, we thought that we have to change gears a little bit, and we want to uh, just play a quick game uh, with Tumi. And uh, what we're gonna do is, uh, you know, you're coming from the world of business, also coming from the world of fitness, you know, two industries that have a lot of people that really think they know what they're talking about, Hmm. right? A lot of advice given, you know, stuff like that. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna read you some, some quotes or some everyday advice that people get given a lot and uh, we'll give you you know the first thing that comes to your head uh on a, do you think it makes sense is it true is it not sure. um there are quite a key, uh, quite a couple of them so we'll keep it to do you Brief. think it makes sense mm-hmm. do you think it doesn't okay so the first one is uh work hard play harder uh yeah i i i agree with that <laughs> Okay, and then the next one is uh, the more you sweat, uh, the more you burn. <laughs> uh, this is right up your alley. Yes, I, I think it, that's true. Yeah, the more you sweat, the more you burn. But you know, one needs to you, you can't sweat too much. And <laughs> um, the next one is learn something new every day. Oh, absolutely. Um, I mean, just to add to that is learning something new every day is also your approach to life. I think when people think they figured it all out uh yeah you're gone yeah teachable spirits that's important for yeah, sure yeah. okay and you never work harder when you work for yourself you never work harder when you work for yourself no way <laughs> jeez I, I i mean i don't work a uh, nine to five this is this is life there's no hours anymore. There's no hours anymore. <laughs> this, is, this is all... It doesn't yeah, switch off. It doesn't. It, it can't <laughs> switch off. So you do work harder. And the next one is, the biggest mistake a small business can make is to think like a small business. Absolutely. That is so critical. Uh, you have to see yourself as big to to get there. Uh, and, and that's what I've always done. Mm. Yeah. And then don't be the smartest one in the room. Oh yeah, I think I, I did kind of say that. Yeah, you did. <laughs> that I'm just a coordinator. <laughs> uh, 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 I'm not the smart guy in the room. I'm the coordinator. Yeah. Uh, uh, stop comparing yourself to others. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I think that's not just in business, but in generally in life, you should run your own race. Find a workout you love. You'll be more likely to keep at it. True. I mean that translates to 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 passion and. You know something that will self-motivate you because i think doing something that you don't necessarily like is can be like pain yeah 
And then it's mold the life you want for yourself. Absolutely. Um, no one else can do that for you. And yeah. and I think molding the life is, is um, it's, you know, like just how I, I saw this business. It was, it was just an idea. Mm. It was crazy. I, I used to write all, everything that is happening to me five years later. Mm. I, I molded it. I thought about it mm. and, and it's, it's, it's happening. But if I didn't, then it wouldn't have happened. Okay. Set goals you can accomplish even when life gets hard. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. I, I think life will always <laughs> become hard and uh, it, it, it shouldn't take you away from, 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 from your vision and setting up your goals. Um, that's the beauty of, of life, yeah. So the last one's a bit cray-cray, but um, it says, imagine the weight you're losing going to the person that you hate. Imagine that? <laughs> the weight you're losing going to someone that you hate. <laughs> uh, 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 wait, let me think, let, let me think about crazy. that. That's uh, crazy. So imagine the weight that you lose going to someone that you hate. So, uh, like... Uh, <laughs> that's, just, that's just crazy. Like, like an uh, example? So you are like weight loss program? And oh, yes, yeah, like, like a 10, personal, yeah, yeah. 10 kgs, and that 10 kgs is going to someone you don't like, like particularly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 okay. No. There was one quick question that I had while you were giving your response on um, when you became an entrepreneur. What were you like when you still were, you were still in the, in the corporate space? Were you like an intrapreneur within the corporate organization, like creating maybe like innovations within there or I mean I think that entrepreneurship is not something that you kind of like switch on and switch off it's like you have an entrepreneurial trait and did you see that in the work that you were doing doing in corporate did you become frustrated at one point did you feel like you were sort of your growth was stifled there how were you feeling when you were still in corporate yeah I mean I think uh, quite the opposite uh, I, I felt that the the growth wasn't necessarily um, at a pace that I wanted Mm-hmm. Um, I think so I was in structured financing and what we used to do is I would actually um, I mean my, my clients were, were people that were trying to raise money for their businesses mm-hmm. and so I had that experience where we have to you know uh, present to credit and, and to raise funding for, for business growth uh, working capital or you know raising capital so so being exposed to other businesses and, and other people, entrepreneurs, because I, I spoke to a lot of, I mean, these were big businesses, people with turnover, with, you know, 100 million plus. Mm. And so it was always intriguing to say, hey, this is, you know, you know if this guy can do it, how do they do it? And, 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 and relating to these customers or our clients as to how they made, you know, grew their business. That was the spark. But unfortunately, in, in my work environment, um, everything was very structured mm. so I didn't necessarily have room to Freedom. to be innovative or to mm. be an entrepreneur mm. and I think that was frustrating and I knew that if I stayed longer I'd be miserable yeah. um, and and I think outside of work I used to do that do that yeah. but but within the uh, you know big corporates they 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 stuck in mm. in specific ways and sometimes you, you either fit in or, or, yeah. or, or you aren't and and I think I got to a point where, I, I mean, it was a great job, but I, I got to a point where I had to make a call to say, like, this is prob- probably not for me. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> but never burn bridges. I, okay. I didn't burn yeah. bridges. I, 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 I still used to, I still visit the guys Aww. even today. Yeah. Um, and, and I think one of the things, especially with us young, you know, young people is that uh, with any small, you know, you could be working at a coffee shop uh, earning nothing, but never burn bridges with people mm. it's a very small world mm. because you never know when you'll need people and and, and I, i'm i'm so happy that i can still go back to to my old job, job and, and say hi yeah. to my boss yeah. that i didn't necessarily like but now <laughs> we, we mature no, enough to, to to have a conversation and, yeah. and uh it's very critical not to burn bridges i think i have a, another question relating to that like building of bridges now like building new bridges what's the best way for one to to go about doing that especially in the business arena like because you have the conventional traditional you know um business cards you know and those generally don't even seem to really work much anymore what's the best way to build a bridge um um and that's like sustainable 
And as you're answering that question, <laughs> because it's in the interest of time, there's a question that we ask all our brand new heavies. Yes. Uh, what do you want your legacy to be? Oh, wow. That's yeah. a good one. So, okay. as you're building bridges. Yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> what's, what's the legacy of the bridge please that you want to build? Please, can you elaborate on, on your question in terms of building bridges? Are you saying... Uh, like business development. So, oh, I'm looking business, to... Yeah, yes. looking to build a new relation. I, um, I need to access so-and-so. What's the best way to go about building them because I mean some people oh, yeah. they have the fortune of being able to build those bridges within golf courses some people it's like I'm only like really I have access to this person when I'm at a networking session All where right, right. they already have gone into yes. that environment with a mindset of I'm, I'm just gonna basically just drop those business cards in some little box once I'm done Which like what's the best way to go about building a relationship with somebody who who has veto power for something yes, that yes. can assist you yes um, I mean, great question, and I, I don't think it's a one-size-fits-all. Yeah. I think that there's some people who are very great at networking. Um, I don't think I'm particularly that great like in with business cards. I, I don't know of any business card I've sent, given, or got from someone. Neither and, do I. And it actually translated <laughs> to anything. Business, yeah. Uh, but I think that, um, you know, the one of the things is that my belief is, you you need to try and sort of start being good at something and and mm. and building on on that and i think what i sort of identify that i'm good at in building a bridge is is building a, a relationship with someone mm. um so identifying whichever specific person that i think that person would add value to 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 my life and in my case through my work in the bank i was able to find a person that is today is still my partner who was in a space and so the how I started the conversation at the time it wasn't necessary to say hey c could you help me can you I want to start this business and, and whatever but it was very much an approach of I really like what you you guys are doing I, I think I can bring value how do you think that I could bring value and I went mm -hmm. and I raised money etc and mm -hmm. and I did that and 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 in turn it, it they took me seriously because you, you kind of need to switch the dial from people just thinking doing your uh, favor and then to yeah. like okay you're very serious and so um you know people will people generally follow your lead and you will uh, you will show people exactly what you want based on your 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 actions and it's not necessarily about what you say but when you just start showing people that you're really on this and you clued up you know what you're doing uh, you would actually start seeing people wanting to help you more yeah. and it's just a sad thing you know most of the time is in when i chat to people whatever a lot of time people are just it's okay to ask for help but be strategic in knowing you know like for example i have someone to say hey um you know, I'm. I like what you're doing. I, I want to build a gym. Um, like, can can you help me? And I then I'll say to them, oh, What have you done about like? What do you know about the gym world? And they said, uh, Well, not much. That's why I'm asking you. Mm. And so that's just so motivating because it it just seems like you're not really out there and to, to really just try and show me that. Listen this is what I've done I've, I've seen these trends and blah 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 and, and whatever you know yeah so okay. and then on to the legacy question what legacy do you want to leave behind um, the legacy question is I I want to you know if you look at all these other businesses that have been around um, I don't know if I can mention the the, the word uh, but like the, the predominantly white businesses um, that have been around for for many years and and that's that's wealth creation that's legacy creation and I think that with Zenzele it's just to leave something you know even when I'm not around to say that you know here's a guy maybe it'll be a hundred years ago who built a business and a business that that's that's around so I'm, I'm really this is a long-term investment and long-term investment require a bit of sacrifice not necessarily you know cashing out everything and, and making a quick buck but to really try and, and create something that is sustainable something that will be around for 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 the next 50 100 years that could inspire someone else um and i think that's the sort of narrative as young black people is to break the bridge with that you know um generational wealth and 
you know the poverty the unemployment issues i mean those are the issues that we we have in south africa and mm. and that is the legacy that i'd like to create a little bit like uh um uh, mr Ma maponya uh, yes, yes, yes. You know how easy he was. He he built and and he was a businessman in in very rough times. Yeah. And and you know, years later, he's he's still recognized for, for 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 really inspiring other young people to be business people. That's mm. that's, what that's I like it. To that's do. amazing. Thank you so much. You. So that was us. Mm -hmm. Very inspiring. Absolutely. Um, I, I, I enjoyed that conversation. We could listen to you all day. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, but that was us in studio. We were with uh, Tumi Pake, who is uh, the founder and CEO of uh, Zenzele Fitness Group. He is our brand new heavy for this month. Very knowledgeable. Very. Yeah, yeah. Your takeaway? I think, I think my takeaway is uh, just be knowledgeable about the space that you're in. You know, do the necessary research, and I think I even wrote it down. Please be strategic in your building of your bridges. And I think one thing that you highlighted was was value. You know, um, when you approach someone, first and foremost, understand what value it is that you bring to them before yeah. you even asking for any value from them. Mm, yes. mm, mm, mm. Absolutely. And then I think for me, it was just the fact that uh, a space that would things aren't always as they seem. No, you know, if you look deeper at uh, certain issues, you can find nuggets or spaces uh, that you can actually enter. Uh, because you know, in the health and fitness space, you would have thought Virgin Active, uh, the uh, the gym company, you would have thought uh, Platinum Fitness and the like. Uh, but uh, you took time to actually look at what was actually going on and the needs uh, that people had, and actually go into there. So yeah, that's it. Uh, that brings us to the end of our show. Thank you so much to everyone who was listening. Uh, you can continue talking to us uh, on social media. We are on Facebook. That's Vow FM, the Voice of Vids. And you can also find our other Facebook page. That's uh, Vids Radio Academy. On Twitter, we are at Vow FM. And then our hashtag is hashtag Business Buzz. And then on WhatsApp, we are 0840784912. You can also stream the station live on uh, vowfm.co.za and you can also find podcasts of the Business Buzz show on vids.journalism.co.za forward slash business. With that, we've reached the end of our show tonight. Thank you to our amazing team, executive producer Elna Schutz, and our producer, uh, Welcome Lashiva, uh, technical producer, Kutluano Serame. Don't miss the business by the same time next week for more insight into the world of business. So from myself, Klingi Wezondo, and Mudiwa Mob Justice Gavaza, and the rest of the team, take care. The, the Business Buzz. Listen to the Business Buzz every Thursday from 6 to 7 p.m. Only, only on Bauer FM. The Business Buzz Podcast.